Southeast Radio's morning mix. Good morning, Alan. Well, Good morning. Well, the FLA is obviously a huge event now, and it's a few, huge cultural event in Ireland, and it's grown to uh, being, being an international event as well. So mm. next August, we're expecting, you know, over 500,000 visitors to the town between the 4th and the 11th of August to, to come experience traditional Irish music, singing and dancing, to participate in competitions, All-Ireland competitions, premier competitions for traditional Irish music, in the country, we'll have, uh, you know, upwards of twenty percent of those will be from overseas. Both competition, our our competitors, musicians, and people coming to enjoy the festivities in the flat. So it is a huge event. We yeah. are gearing up for it. And uh, yes, look, the hospitality sector will will benefit hugely from this, yeah. and we are very confident that they'll give a warm Wexford welcome to the visitors. Now I move very quickly from Pat into to you, Eddie. Without only giving you the proper introduction, I did mention it at the start of the show. It's Director of Services of the Wexford County Council, Eddie Taff, and I said to you off air, uh, I had been dealing with you quite regularly, but then I hadn't seen you for a couple of years, and you you were seconded elsewhere. You were transferred. You were. Yeah, I was, I, I'm just back in, in the council after I've been away for three and a half years. I was working in the local government management agency and the Department of Housing on the Housing for All plan uh, at, a, at a national level. So uh, that that project, I, I felt it was time to get back. And one of the things that enticed me back was I was asked to get involved in organising the FLA. And that's an opportunity that comes once in a career and you couldn't turn it down. I was just saying and uh, I mentioned that we have a, a wonderful new Irish music programme starting on Sunday, the 29th of October, presented by... Sen and Lillis and it's called a Heather Blazing and that is something that I know the likes of Paddy Burry and people in the cultists will warmly welcome and it's a follow up to our late colleague Paddy Ryan but the blast and the grow and the love of Irish music it's embedded in all of us isn't it I mean like when you hear a fiddle playing or when you hear a bowron or an accordion or even the local flas Eddie it's part of us. Absolutely. And one thing that struck me, we went up to, to Bullangar uh, earlier this year to see it. And the joy on people's faces just looking at sessions in the street and looking at, you know, young people enjoying traditional music and keeping that tradition alive and the smile on everybody's faces enjoying it in the sunshine. Mm. And it's, it's absolutely fantastic. And there's a huge, warm, friendly atmosphere at the FLA. Mm. And we're very confident we can we can create that in uh, Wexford uh, for visitors to the town. But the FLA, like it's it's taken quite a lot of work to get the FLA to Wexford. Like this is the culmination of six seven years work quietly in the background. By whom? Who, By, who, well, who, 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 well, who drove this? Out? Well, I suppose there's there's it's been a combination of of, of coldest people locally locally and the county council. So people like Paddy Berry, like pa- Paddy's been going to Flas for sixty years. He he lives and breathes the Flas, and he, he was very very influential with coldest to persuade them that Wexford was a you know was it was a good venue uh, to have the Flas, that Wexford deserved the Flas, that we could do it right. Also, uh, to be fair, uh, uh, Tom Enright in the in the county council, the chief executive of, of Wexford County. Council. He's been working in the background for a number of years and a hugely significant decision was taken by the elected members of Wexford County Council to provide the funding via rates income to actually financially underwrite and provide for the FLA and provide that significant. The FLA is a huge event now. It requires a, a lot of organisation. It's, 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 it requires a lot of finances to actually run it and organise it. As you can imagine, for example, if you take 
some of the weekend days, we could have upwards of maybe an additional 70 to 80,000 people in Wexford town alone. Wow. And that's on top of the normal um, visitors that we would get in an August. So that level of, yeah. of, of event management, of planning, of organisation, of volunteers, that requires a significant amount of organisation and finances. And to be fair to the councillors, they unanimously voted to provide that funding because at the end of the day, this is going to be hugely beneficial. We're going to get a lot of repeat business out of this and also FLAS has demonstrated that they can generate around 50 to 60 million euro into the local economy I just remind you of the year. period that it's on again, Eddie. It starts on Sunday the 4th, the, that's the Sunday of the bank holiday in August, and it, and it finishes the following Sunday night, Sunday the 11th, and it runs every day between those dates, and there'll be different events, yeah. different competitions, uh, so there are lots for people to see and do. Uh, we will have a free, uh, what we call a gig rig, which is a free stage running every day on the key front with uh, a host of acts and traditional Irish music, singing and dancing, so that will be free, but we'll also have other events, for example in the Opera House we have a summer school called Skull Eggshire where world class tutors will come and people will be able to sign up for that and be tutored by in in all traditional forms of Irish music, instruments singing etc. 60 million euro. Up to 60 million euro into the the local economy so you you can imagine um, you know that volume of people they're coming here, they're coming to stay in accommodation they're coming to have something to eat, they're coming to have something to drink as you you mentioned earlier and we've been liaising with the vintners for example in the town and they're very excited about it Uh, and they're gearing up now to to meet the demand that's going to come both in terms of food and and beverage and the overall hospitality that we have to provide and they're really excited about what I really in liked in your presentation was, and I, I, my ears pricked up as I was listening to it, you called out the number of Irish dancers you expect, you called out the, the number of various musicians, yeah. even the number of overseas visitors. Would you would you like to share some of that, if you have it in front yeah, of you? Yeah, I have it actually. It's, it's, we're, 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 we're gearing up for a minimum of probably 500,000 visitors over the, over the space of the week. And I'd say upwards of 20% of those are from overseas, from North America and the UK. 7,000 musicians... Four and a half thousand competitors in the various All Ireland competitions, and there's 180 different competitions. So you have all different age groups in different categories. From the, I suppose the biggest one would be the Kelly Band competition, but to all sorts of instruments. We'll be using upwards of about 40 venues for different competitions, different acts, different performances. Some will be free. Some will be bigger headline acts where there will be a charge. For example, like the yeah. Opera House, where we'll get big headline traditional Irish music acts that people would, would, would like to come and see. We, As I say, with 40 venues, uh, some of those venues might only hold 50, some will hold up to 12, 1,300 people. Um, mm. So it's all ranges of venues. We'll have 1,000 dancers. Uh, we'll have 900 pupils in the summer school in Skolaegia. We'll have 100 bands. And this is a very <laughs> important one. I, I can't go without saying this. Is Paddy, Berry say, Paddy Berry says, and there'll be 500 songs sung. 500 songs. So it's a huge event. We're really looking forward to it. There's a lot of organising in it. We'll need a lot of volunteers, for example. We're looking at upwards of about 1,000 volunteers. And how do they apply to become a volunteer? Yeah, we're working with the Volunteer Centre. So um, we're putting in place um, a, a system whereby volunteers uh, can register 
register for their interest in participating in the FLA and then we'll start uh, gathering that list and start talking to people and start uh, you know assigning volunteers to different roles so we'll need people just simple uh, for example people just to help people find their way around the town people to guide people in the venues all manner of volunteers we will also have you know um, medical services uh, we'll have a, a medical plan we'll have significant resources yeah. to put in there we'll have a traffic management plan we'll have park and ride so we're in discussions with the HSE civil defence Gardaí we've already started that planning we're well underway with all that yeah. and we'll, we hope to have an information evening probably in the uh, county buildings maybe early next month we haven't fixed on a date yet but we will be giving people information particularly the residents in the town and we'll we'll, we'll um yeah broadcast that later the accommodation aspect of it councillor maura bell was in studio with me she gave out her own details and and, uh, and i mean to be fair to the councillors from other districts as well they were wondering what part that other parts of wexford can play and is it likely that when it comes to accommodation that's where they would need to play we would hope that they would play a yeah. huge part yeah, yeah councillor bell is, is doing fantastic work in um, in pulling together all the accommodation people and putting people in touch with the various hotels and the various accommodation providers in the county and in the region so uh, there will be a need for people and people do this at Flas is they would rent out their uh, their house or a room in the house and we will have a, a, a service whereby if people who want to provide that service they can uh, uh, advertise that on our website which we'll be setting up shortly and then whoever's looking for accommodation can use that as a source to uh, find places for them to stay. We will also be providing a campsite as well and we're, we're in discussion with some of the uh, sports clubs in the town to set up a temporary campsite uh, close to the town centre because quite a number of families will come and camp at the FLA and we have to provide services for that. We're also uh, talking to Colts about having kind of mini events in some of the towns, the other towns in the county in New Ross, Enniscorthy, Gorey because obviously there will be people staying there as well and they might like to you know see something on the, the street in their towns during the course of the FLA so we're working on a plan for that as well. So what you're trying to do Eddie is get the message out that this even though it's based in the Wexford town area we want the entire county to embrace this. Uh, absolutely uh, people will be staying in the outlying towns uh, so there will be you know everybody will see the benefit of this and we want to provide something for them to see there as well and you, you talked about young people there in, in, in what has been a, a lovely introduction to as to what is happening and I'm glad you mentioned that because when we talk about the entire county Tuscart Loch Gorman, uh, hello to all the team up there then you go down to Danes Castle you go to any pocket all around where Paddy Burry is from and any part of County Wexford yeah. it's absolutely flying there and, and this is going to encourage more people to come forward and keep the music alive isn't it? That's the, that's the absolute key to this is we, we need to keep, keep the music alive keep the tradition alive and there's a fantastic cohort of younger people who are taking up traditional Irish uh, music, singing and dancing and we want to provide for them specifically in this FLA. So one of the things for example I mentioned earlier that we would have a, a, a gig rig or a big stage on the key front but that might be intimidating for some of the younger people to play in, in front of such a big crowd so we're going to provide a second smaller stage in the town for maybe younger people, younger up and coming bands to kind of cut their teeth in front of yeah. performing in front of people so it'll be more intimate uh, environment yeah. so that's something we want to bring on that and encourage that of all ages and that was one of the the key things we saw in Mullingar, uh, young people just you know performing on the on the street, just you know informally, just playing their music, really right. enjoying themselves, and and 
of creating a fantastic environment and a fantastic atmosphere. And Paddy is very innovative because when I spoke to him down in uh, St. Anne's GA pitch, uh, when we interviewed Cuckoo's Nest, he, he told me that he wants to globalise it a little bit and he'd love to see other cultures and other musicals become part of it. As to how that's going to work, it sounds really interesting and that's something we can look at at a later date. Absolutely, Edward. That's a very important. And Paddy, Paddy is very keen on that and uh, we're working on what that would look like so that we can encourage and broaden out the appeal of the flag as well. Alright, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, good luck to all the musicians. Wonderful. I mentioned Cuckoo's Nest, Tallulah are another great Irish band. They're seen as the new uh, Alton. Yeah. So it's absolutely flying here in yep. the county, isn't it? It is indeed, yep. Yeah. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix.